You ready for the what? Yes, no sounding like you mean it? Yes, sir. Ready for the what? Yes, All right. I, I have this to share with you tonight. And um, so in, 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 as, we, as we progress in, in our services from now to camp meeting, um, just come to church. full of expectations. Come to church with open mind. When I mean open mind, I mean a mind open to the moving of the Spirit of God. I'll call this receiving in Christian meetings, but there's a, there's, there's, there's a way I'll take you through this teaching. Uh, it, I won't stay too long on this receiving. Uh, I have so many things to share. Uh, I want to teach you on encounters too. Maybe next week or two weeks to come. Teach you on encounters. Teach you on so many things. You just need to know the gifts of the Spirit. Um, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. How to flow in them. Picking names, picking phone numbers. All of those things. Um, um, Healing the sick. We're going to go through all the gifts of the Spirit. Sunday service too will be quite different. So all our services from now into, into an after camp meeting, at least till the ending of the year, it's going to be multidimensional. You get to what I'm saying. I don't know the best way to call it, but let me just say, it's just going to be, let me just use the word, it's going to be an outpouring. Hallelujah. We are in a season of the outpouring of the Spirit of God. So, we call, I, I, I'm, permit me to title this Receiving in Christian Meetings. Uh, I might change the title later. Uh, I, I, might, I might change the title later, but for now, uh, let, let's call this Receiving in Christian Meetings because you have to be spiritually intelligent. As a believer, you have to be spiritually intelligent. Spiritually intelligent. Spiritually intelligent simply means it takes a spiritual man to understand spiritual things. And I expect that this audio or this video should be out soon so that um, all our church members across everywhere will listen to this because this is preparation for camp meeting. And um, when I say spiritually intelligent, you know, I wonder if you know that when rain falls, um, when rain falls, um, is the quantity of cup or the, the kind of cup you take outside that determines what you get from the rain. I wonder if you know. If you take... Um, a normal, in, in, let's say, a wine cup. If you take a wine cup outside in the rain, the rain is falling for, let's say, two hours or three hours, you, you take that cup to the rain, hope you know, the rain will keep falling, but your whole cup will be full. Right? Okay. But imagine you take a drum. There's something they call drum in, in Yoruba then. In my house, we used to, we used to call it Agba. <laughs> they take that Agba outside. Agba means drum. Drum simply means 
like it's like how do I explain it? Eh? Like a big container. Like if it, container is not the word. A, a barrel. So it's like you take a barrel, right? Now you know it's going to take time for that barrel to get full if you put it in the rain, right? So that shows that a believer must be spiritually intelligent. And we've started camp beating already. <laughs> I'm telling you, a believer must be spiritually intelligent. Intelligence is such that if you have a small desire, your cup can easily be filled between now and camp meeting. <laughs> your will be filled today. And you're not wondering, ah, this thing they are calling camp meeting. So what am I planning to go and expect? Just by watching me, those of you that are going to watch this, your desires can just be met. So you cannot be wondering, ha, ah, my desire is already met in October alone. What will not happen in November? And we are still going to November 15. You are 15 to 19. So you have to open up. Hallelujah. That, that's why I'm starting this teaching tonight. You have to what? Open up. Open up means I am ready for encounters. I am ready for a flow. I am ready for supernatural things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so you have to be ready. Before we go there, permit me, I brought my phone into service tonight. And just please permit me for that. I am not, I don't usually do that. But uh, except when I have to read some things to you. So, and I, I want to read what I, if you check our website, supernaturalcampmeeting.org, um, at least for this year's zone. There's something I stole, not stole, I took and I, and I wrote it on it. It says, what is a camp meeting? And we said, it's an old word for tent meetings held in 19th and the 20th centuries within the, um, within, um, if, if you've done history very well, um, I think if you even watch Jesus' Revolution, you will notice that there was a practice of people in the earlier times using tents to hold meetings. Okay. So the practice was for believers to gather under a tent or a camp and hold all the meetings. Usually a very strong teaching in the mornings and afternoon. And in the evenings, they gather for Holy Ghost or believers' meetings. So that means, now I'm giving you a description because camp meeting is five days. Five days. Wednesday night, that's, so you know that when it, all the night sessions are Holy Ghost times. All the morning and afternoon sessions are usually um, teaching sessions, but <laughs> it can be teaching sessions, but they can be diverse moves. Are you getting what? Don't say, oh, it's just a teaching session. Let me just relax. I'll just be preparing for the night session alone. I, I think we have some interruptions in summer healing campaign where from the morning session, we couldn't even teach. We struggled to teach. So don't think it's always going to follow that pattern. 
but we have a, we, we just have like a template that guide us such that Wednesday night when the meeting starts, you know, wow, I'm coming for a fine Holy Ghost meeting. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so supernatural camp meeting that we are preparing for is typical of these meetings. And I'm partnering this meeting after Christian Gonaika Ministries, and that's my pastor, who also patterned his own meetings after Kennedy camp meeting, such that we hold teaching meetings primarily in the day, that's this morning and afternoon sessions, with strong emphasis on who you are in Christ, finished work of redemption, um, and realities and privileges of our rights and all of those things, rights and privileges of, in Christ. I mean, strong emphasis on the word, the word of God taught in precision demonstrations and all of those things. And in the evenings, we demonstrate the gifts of the Spirit such that there is the... So, we can, we can, we can agree to such a thing that there is... Three classifications of the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, there's nine gifts of the Spirit, but F.F. Boswat and Howard Cather, including maybe somebody like Kenneth in I can permit, put in those things for us such that they now said, um, no, is it F.F. Boswat? Nah, I think I'm making a mistake. It should be Howard Cather, maybe Kenneth or something. I can't, I can't remember the name. Actually, no, Howard Cather was there, but I don't know the other one. Anyway, and nine gifts of the Spirit, that's tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the signing of spirit, um, gifts of healing, gifts of workings of miracles, and gifts of faith, nine gifts. But it was classified into the utterance gift, and the utterance gift deals with the speaking. Utterance gifts deals with speaking, that is, how we say something. That's tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. And the revelation gives me things to be revealed to me, and that is words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and discerning of spirit. And I told you, discerning of spirit in the gifts of the spirit is different from discernment entirely. Discernment entirely is basically, oh, maybe somebody is preaching, you discern, you say, this is wrong. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we've, we've studied and we said discernment of spirit, via discernment of spirit, that's where we can see visions, trances, you know, casting, you know, different, different different diverse moves like that. Uh, we've explained that over the years, but we're still going to do that. And uh, power gifts. Power gifts means they do something. So we have the seeing something, the speaking, and the doing. So power gifts simply means the gifts of healing, workings of miracles, and the gifts of faith. They do something. Such that when they are put to use, we, must, we will see instant results. So, when we say the gifts of the Spirit will be in full demonstration in this meeting, we are saying the utterance gift will be in demonstration, we are saying the revelation gift will be in demonstrations, and we are saying the power gift will be in demonstrations. All the gifts of the Spirit will work in these meetings. So, we are, so it's like saying, when we need the utterance gift, it's not even where we, we are going to have a full blow of all when I mean hold, I mean hold the gifts. So, and the needs of the people are met in diversities and the participants are full of joy. Uh, and that joy is something we are going to 
explain, and I'm going to take special sessions in course of the preparations we are making to teach that joy accurately. We, we seem to not understand what joy means. A lot of us say, if I say, be joyful now. Now, look at, look at it. All of you are smiling. That's not joy. It says the, in Romans 14, it says the, the kingdom of God is not in meat. Peace. It says the kingdom of God is, in, is, is not in meat, but the righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What is joy? Joy is, I'm not saying joy, I could be a deal. What is joy? Joy simply means, when you see that word joy, it's a verb. It's a doing thing. You can't say you are, when they say, this sister is joyful. Let's demonstrate it. Let's demonstrate something. When they say, this sister is joyful, what does it mean? Now, if you look at her now, does it look like she's joyful? (laughs) Obviously, no. She looks like she's just happy. Right? Okay. So, that can be joy. So, when I say, be joyful. You are not yet joyful. That's not... Wait. That's not joy yet. You are not yet joyful. <laughs> okay, let me, let, let's do something. If I tell you now and say... If I tell you now and say, I have one million naira for you, one million dollars for you now. <laughs> do you see? Do you see what joy means? Now look at, look at, look at, look at how you demonstrate. So can I say you were joyful for that one million dollars? Yes, oh, that's joy. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now let me show you Luke ten. Let's go to Luke eleven. Let me show you something. Because this is what we want to have in camp meeting. This is what we call camp meeting. Such that we have the gifts of the Spirit and we have joy. When there is joy, there is rejoicing. Okay, look at Luke 10. Look at Luke 10. Let's go to Luke 10. I want you to, to see. Look at Luke 10. Look at Luke 10. It says in verse 17, Luke 10, verse 17. Luke 10, 17. Are you there, everybody? All right, look at what it says. It says the 70 again returned with what? Okay. You know, this account is a descriptive account. So that means for Luke to write this down, it means it was something they saw. You know, if they said the 70 just returned again, it would have just been they came to give a report. But that means when they were coming to Jesus, how did they come? Glory. Let's... Okay. That was how they came. No, you would never do it well. You are just... You are not yet... You have not started. Okay. So, that shows that, look, they saw something. Then they 
He says, they return with joy. He says, Lord, as they were talking, ha ha, yeah, Lord. The devil, you know, when it's like saying, Pastor, Pastor, something just happened. Ha 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 ha, Pastor. And I'm like, calm down, calm down, calm down, talk, Pastor, <laughs> Pastor. Are you guys what I'm saying? And you are just so joyful. And they came, and they, what were they saying in their joy? Lord, even the devils were subject. So that means they were so happy. You know, we can't use happy for this. Happiness is when you're just feeling good. You're just chilling. You're just happy. You know, there's happiness and there's joy. Right? You know, there's happiness. You know, happiness is just, wow. It's just, how are you? I'm just happy. You're just doing things, feeling good. That's happy. You're just happy. But when you are joyful, it must be shown. You can rejoice and, okay, we're coming, I'm coming. So he says, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. In that sense, and Jesus told them, I bear Satan fall like lightning from heaven. You know, Jesus had to respond. He says, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. In that says, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. When it says rejoice, you know, it's like saying rejoice. Rejoice simply means do something, right? I mean, when you hear that word, when I say, oh, I rejoice about it now, I want to give you one million. Why are you, why are you acting like, it's like saying, I want to give you one million dollars now. And I say, Rejoice about it now. How would you do it? You, you, I told you to be spiritual. Wait, sit down. I told you to be spiritually intelligent. You have to. Uh, we are see in camp meeting. We are doing the work together. You have to learn how to flow with the spirit in camp meeting or in meetings. It's just like I just gave you that description. I don't have to. I, I'm not trying to do example. We're already flowing with the spirit. Your eyes, I told you where we started tonight. I said, you have to be what? On the edge. On the edge simply means you don't know where the examples will come from, but you are ready to receive. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you are ready to receive. So when I say rejoice, hold on, hold on. He says, Behold, I give unto you powers to trade upon serpent and scorpion, and notwithstanding, nothing shall by any means hurt you. In that sense, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. He now says, In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Hold on. So that means rejoicing in the spirit is an activity of the spirit. Rejoicing is an activity of the spirit. So that means one way to know that a man is full of the spirit is that he rejoices. That means he lives for joy. What's the word rejoice? In the Greek, it's from the word agalio. It means you rejoice. 
you, you, you twirl with reckless abandon. You leap. It's like you leap. You, you take a step. You twirl with reckless abandon. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, it's not far-fetched that what Jesus was doing when he was rejoicing, he was leaping. Glory to God. He was leaping. Woo! He was like this. Woo! Glory, 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 glory. That's what he was doing. Because when you check the Greek word very well, so that means when the disciples came to him rejoicing, they were doing, what were they doing? They said, Oh, master, 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 master. The devil was something to us. Master, the devil. Oh, master. And Jesus was like, calm down. What happened? The devil was something to us. Oh, the devil was something to us. Oh, no. The devil was something to us. And you know what happened? Jesus now did the same thing. So he probably did the same thing to show them how it was properly done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay. So he says, so now, if somebody tells you, ah, I will give you one million dollars tonight. <laughs> Wait. Look at you. You are rejoicing for money. Sit down. <laughs> you are rejoicing because of money. Now, see, look at that kind of excitement. You see that you could show it. But you know, if somebody told you that, I'll give one minute, why, why are you not happy? You know, you will switch your countenance immediately. And you will now do something. That doing something is an activity of the spirit. Men will call you mad. Let me tell you something about the things of the spirit. It is not normal to the mental sense. Somebody say, why are they jumping? Yeah, so why are we speaking in tongues? Tongues does not make sense too now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why are we rejoicing? Ah, because I'm born again. I don't need a comedian to make me laugh. So that shows that when I am rejoicing, it must be visible. Are you seeing it? It is something that must be seen. Because you can't call joy a passive something. It must be very active, right? Because it is something that must be seen all over you that you are very joyful. And don't forget, one of the fruit of the Spirit is called what? So that means we have an ability within us as believers to make us joyful. Holy to God. We have an ability within us to make us laugh. We have an ability within us to make us twirl around. We have an ability within us to make us just leap. Are you getting what I'm saying? And it is not normal. Let's be seated. So, what is camp meeting? That's our question. <laughs> What's our, that's our question. So we said, afternoon, even afternoon, morning and afternoon, strong teaching meetings, right? And evenings will be rooms.
for demonstrations of the gifts of the Spirit. We said there are nine gifts of the Spirit, but we classified them into three. The utterance, that is, we speak. The revelation, we see. And the power, we do. And now, when it says, when we say all the gifts, it means everybody will participate in it. Nobody will be left out in camp meeting and say, I can't do it. No. There's nothing like I can't do it in camp meeting. No. Everybody we see, everybody we speak, everybody we do. And we, we all what? Do you not see what will what we lead to the joy, joy now? Because we all saw, we all spoke, we all did something. Can you see why we will rejoice? We will now leave here the room of rejoicing. Because, wow, the devil is defeated, right? Ah, so that's camp meeting. That's the flow of camp meeting. Pattern after Kennedy, pattern after Scarry's camp meeting. We're going to have a flow of that. And I, and I trust God that we are standing on the mandates of those who have gone ahead of us. On the mandate of my pastor, we just stand on those mandates. And we'll have a unique flow of the Holy Ghost. Such that, by the time we leave, we will leave knowing that something has happened to us. So, we said, what is camp meeting? We said, camp meeting is a practice and a mandate to fulfill a rounded lordship of the world, demonstrating the influence of the spirit. And we said that... Um, it carries the flavor of the meetings in the book of Acts. Now, there are several kinds of meetings in the body of Christ. And that must be explained also. I've not even got into my sermon today, but let's see how it will go. There are several kinds of meetings in the body of Christ. There is the teaching meetings. You can write number one, the teaching meetings. What is the teaching meeting? The teaching meeting is a place where the word of God is taught. Uh, it's a meeting where the world, we have those kind of meetings like our Bible seminars, uh, you know, you know, even Sunday service is a teaching meeting, such that we give room primarily for a me- for teaching. So we'll pray, right? We'll sing, but the major aim, what we'll give more attention to, is the teaching of the word, right? That's the teaching meeting, such like that meeting was ha- happened in the Book of Acts, where it says they gather together. And broke bread in fellowship in prayers. No, not that one. Um, the one of Uticos. Let's use the one of Uticos. Where Paul thought for long. Uticos fed and died, rose him up, and he continued teaching. That was called a teaching meeting. After 40 days that Jesus rose from the dead, he had teaching meetings with them. Luke 24. He says, O full slow of heart to believe, all that the prophet has spoken 25. It now says, Hot not Christ to have. Uh, to have, to have uh, Odd Lord Christ will have raised for the dead, suffered these things, and raised for the dead the third day. He now says, I'm beginning from Moses and all the prophets. He began to expound unto them the scriptures, the things that are written in them. That is a teaching meeting. Number two, we have prayer meetings. Well, we explained the kinds of meetings in the in body of Christ. Number two, the prayer meetings. What is the prayer meeting? The prayer meeting is a place where we come together simply to pray. I remember Kenneth Higgins said it this way in his book, Plan, Purpose, and Pursuit. And he said, when a prayer meeting is coming, 
you don't give room too much for worship. I'm paraphrasing him now. He said, that's not the time you start singing and singing and singing. He said, that's not why you came for the meeting. We all came for the meeting simply to pray. And prayer we must pray. We had that kind of meeting on, he says in Act 1, he says they gathered together in the upper room and they prayed. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was with them. They prayed. Heart 3, in the hour of prayer. Heart 4, he says they prayed. The place was shaking together and there was move of the Holy Ghost. Right? Those were prayer meetings. Jesus went to the mountain to pray. He took his disciples to pray. Those are prayer meetings. We have such like that in our church Fridays, prayer groups, prayer chains, in ourselves, different things. We just give room for prayer. No worship. We'll probably worship at the end. Let's just thank the name of the Lord for what we have received today. I will, I will go because we came to pray. Number three meetings, the evangelistical and healing meetings. Why did they put it that way? I will explain to you because in an evangelistic meeting, the character of it is that there must be an healing. Healing will flow. Evangelistic meetings are outreach meetings. Mark 28, verse 18 to 20. Mark 16, go ye preach the gospel to all creation. He that is baptized shall be saved. He that is believed not shall be damned. That's evangelistical meetings. Such that in those kind of meetings, if it says you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. All of so the sick will be healed in those kind of meetings because you are taking the gospel out. When you take the gospel out, the character of taking the gospel out shows that there must be signs and wonders. You don't want to preach. It, it will accompany what you are preaching. In fact, it's, it, it's an attention getter. You get to what I'm saying. Signs, wonders, miracles are attention getters. I, I, I say it this way. Many other times, if I go, if I go and preach outside supernatural community church, yes, except a church that is well taught. But if I notice this people, the one of the first things I do is just to demonstrate the things of the spirit first before I teach. Why? I catch the attentions first. Intentionally. Because it's just an attention getter. So, that's the, so we said there's the teaching meeting, we said there's the prayer meeting, and we said there is the evangelistical or healing meetings, right? Now, there is another one we call the workers meeting or the leadership meeting. Paul had that kind in Acts 28. You see Paul also write a letter to Timothy, write a letter to Titus. Write letter to, in fact, it was believed that most of the letters he wrote to the epistle were letters written to leadership, such that Jesus also had that kind of meeting. He separated it, the 12 into three. He took three away and he had a meeting simply for Peter, such that he told Peter, feed my lambs, feed my flock, feed. Those were meetings. Those kind of meetings are where we discuss the mandate given to us. We have that kind of meeting in our church. Uh, we have, we call it sight and sounds. We have mission is possible. Those are workers retreat or ministers meeting. Such that those things cannot, those things we share with them, we can't really share them 100% with the general church because they might not understand the kind of mandate given to them. 
So we have those kind of meetings. Those were the kind of meetings Paul had, Supreme Paul and Barnabas for the work here to have called them. Those were, you, so we, we remind ourselves in those meetings the call of God on our lives, the mandates, the ministry that God has committed unto us, the work committed to our tasks, the sacrificial life we have to live for the flocks that we are pastoring or we are handling. We remind ourselves for those kind of things. And so we said there is a teaching meeting, right? We said there is the prayer meeting. We said there is the evangelistic or healing meetings. We said there is the workers meeting or the ministers meeting. And you can see there is special meetings. Number five, special meetings. Now, you won't find a special meeting in the scriptures. You won't find a special meeting you will find a special meeting 100% like that within the scriptures. But you can put a pointer to certain specific meetings in scriptures, such like Acts 2. Acts 2 can be called like a special meeting. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were together in one accord. And suddenly they came up to the provitons as of fire. And he filled the place where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them, COVID out of fire, and the Spirit gave them all trust, and they began to speak with new tongues. That was special. That kind of event can never happen again. It can't. Special meetings. Just like in Matthew 17, the Mount of Transfiguration, where the disciples saw Peter and Elijah. Um, Elijah and Moses, special times. Such like in the baptism of Jesus, they saw another thing. They saw the heavens open. This is my beloved son, in whom I wear plain. Special characteristics of those meetings. You won't see those flavors of those meetings again. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, why do we hold special meetings? We hold special meetings because we put together, in a special meeting, we put together, it's like saying, a collective of all the kind of meetings. So that means in a special meeting, there will be prayer, right? There will be teaching, right? There will also be instructions because we are going to receive a mandate in a meeting because it's just like in Matthew 28, he told them, look, go, go, let's go to Matthew 28. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. All right. Look at Matthew 28. It says, look at it, verse 11, verse 16. Matthew, Matthew 28, 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus has appointed them. So that means there was a place Jesus appointed them to go. And that leads me to what I want to share this evening. I hope I'm able to communicate it properly to you. And I trust God for his utterances tonight to help you to get it. There is, so he, he said, he, he it, well, then the 11 disciples went into Galilee and into a mountain. So that means 
Look at something. Jesus told them, come and meet me in this place. That's a special meeting. Don't forget, he didn't say they should meet him in an upper room. He did not say they should meet him at home. He did not say they should meet him in church. He said, into the place he appointed them. So that means, there must be, there is a place. And let me tell you, one thing that will help you as a believer is that you must recognize places. A believer must recognize places. Put this down. A believer must recognize places. A believer must recognize timing. And a believer must recognize men. In the course of this series or this month, this into committee, I'm going to explain all of these things properly. Probably I will explain just places today. And maybe timing. A believer must recognize places. Places in sense that there is a place Jesus has appointed. So what do we call this? Okay, it's just like in Acts 2. They gathered in that upper room. Hope you know that was a place. He says they were all together in one accord in that place. So that means there is a place and there are places, so, but there is a place. There can be several places, so, but there is a place. How you get to what I'm saying? It says they gather. So that means the place that Jesus will appoint will be a place of revelation. It will be a place of encounter. It will be a place of receiving instructions and mandates. Because look at what happened there in verse 17. They saw him and they worshipped him and they doubted. And Jesus says, all power in heaven is given unto me in heaven. Go ye therefore. Can we say that's a mandate? So that means in that place, they will have revelation, right? Because they will see Jesus, they will see, they will hear, they will be taught, right? So we, can we call that place a place of revelation? Because they will see, they will hear, they will be taught, they would encounter things. They would, I mean, they would want to see Jesus. This was after the resurrection. That's a revelation. Now, they will also receive instructions, mandate. So can we say in that place, they will receive a mandate? Yes, so it says go into the world and, and preach the gospel and all of those things, right? That, can we call that a mandate, an instruction? That means they receive a mandate on their life. Okay. Now, can we call it a place? Of, so we said it's a place of revelation. A, can we call it a place of encounter? Because now they are encountering Jesus as a resurrected being. Right? That's, that's a different encounter now. Because they already said in verse 17, when they saw him, they worship him. Can we call it a place of worship? So can singing go on there? Pray, hope you know prayer is worship. Prayer, singing, all of those, those are worship. So in that place, can we worship? Can we sing? Can we pray? Okay. Now, and we can have encounters because we came to a place. So now, what is special meetings? Special meetings are avenue to fulfill the mandate that God has given us as believers. They are a place to fulfill it. In a special meeting, it's as though, let me tell you something. 
Eh? How many of you have known? How many of you see? How many of you have observed something in church? And that's why I told you in the course of this series, I want you to be spiritually smart and spiritually intelligent. I'm supposed to teach you spiritually intelli- spiritual intelligence, but I'll teach you next year. Because I want you to be very spiritually smart. How many of you have observed? Yes, I teach you. I teach you Sunday, Monday, Saturday, so, so Friday, every day. But there are things that don't happen that only happen in special meetings. How many of you observe? That there are demonstrations, there are flows, there are <laughs> atmospheres, there are encounters you can have. Do you go for a special? I remember we said that. That's what we call being smart. That's just being smart. Well, now, why can't it happen on those meetings? Because you are not smart, also. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So, in a special meeting, it gives the pastor the avenue to demonstrate more to, because, I mean, it's a meeting we look forward to, we are all prayed up for, we are expectant for, we honor and revere the meeting, we, miracle signs, wonders will happen, the songs, there will be new songs by the Spirit, there will be, you know, there will be Lightning, thunderous, fire of the Holy Ghost, demonstrations of God, outpouring of the Spirit like never before. So those special meetings give room for, as it were, you know, it's like we are camped together. I mean, camp meeting. We're having eleven sessions. I mean, that's a number. That, that's quite a, a lot of sessions for God to move. Oh boy. Someone say, why 11 sessions? Why not? It should even be more. It gives us more time such that if you thought you've seen something in the first session, wait till the second one. I don't even observe that thing in, in somebody's link and me. You thought you saw something in the first one, wait till the second one. You know, so wait till the third one. So imagine we had more time. I mean, we are going to have four nights in the camp meetings. And we said those nights her nights of Holy Ghost. We said, those nights are Holy Ghost nights. Ah, what's happening up there? Everybody just started looking home. It's <laughs> supernatural beings here so that we can be spiritually smart to see, to see if there's angels all around. <laughs> so now, watch me carefully. We have four nights in the camp meeting. And we said night sessions are what? Holy Ghost meetings. Those night sessions, we are just going to give room for the Holy Ghost. Does that mean that in the morning and evening, morning and afternoon sessions, there will be no room for the Holy Ghost? No. We are going to give room for the Holy Ghost in all the sessions. All. One of the nights, we're going to have healing night. One of the two, two nights, we're going to have Holy Ghost meetings. 
One night we're going to just lay hands, have Holy Ghost meetings, demonstrations, impartations, just lay hands on everybody. Impartations. In the morning and the afternoon sessions, we're just going to flow with what God wants us to do in those sessions. We're just going to have encounters with the Spirit. Can we call that a place? Can you see that that is an appointed place? Because we have come to receive something special. That I'm not trying to castigate Sunday or up Tuesday service. So that might not really happen in a Sunday and after Tuesday service. Because this one now, we are saying, God, do what you want to do with our lives. We are ready as your lambs. Sacrifice us in these meetings. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, Remember, you have to be what? Spiritually intelligent. You also have to recognize what? Places. So, why camp meeting? Camp meeting is a place. It's a special meeting. What is our mandate on earth? What did God tell us to do? To light up dark places across the nations of the world, to preach the gospel, to eradicate the lordship of the world, demonstrate the things of the spirit, the, the influence and the character of the spirit. That's what the Lord God told us to do. So that means in this camp meeting, via your strengthening, via the course of the meeting, an unsaved can receive salvation if they walk into the meeting. That means via the meeting, via the course of the meeting, via this meeting, the saved, you who are saved, you can receive edification, right? You can receive spiritual growth. Can you receive ministry? At 15, at 13, separate me Paul and Barnabas for the work you're talking about. Can we call that a prophecy? A work, a, 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 the voice of the Holy Ghost speaking to them. And that happened where? In a meeting. Don't forget, in that in verse where it says, and certain prophets and teachers gathered together, right? And they fasted and prayed, waited for the Lord, right? Waited and ministered to the Lord. Can we call that a place where we can receive ministries? We can call it a place where ministers can... Can we call it a place where you can receive fresh fire? That is, you've come for a fresh... A fresh... A freshness in your ministry. Can new ministries be bettered? Can new ministries be bettered? Oh, Yes. Can the sick be healed? Obviously, yes. Because all of us will be ministering. I will, my work in camp meeting, yes, I will minister, right? But I will lead you in the flow because you two also have to prophesy. You will prophesy. You will heal the sick. You will see things. You will also speak. We, we've said the utterance gifts will be in demonstration. That is, there will be utterance gifts in demonstration. Revelation gift in demonstration and the pagan, such that every participant, including children, will flow in it. And I mean it. I mean every participant of camp meeting will flow in the utterance gift, will flow in the revelation gift, will flow in the power gift. Everybody will flow. So, can we say, the sick will be healed, right? Can we say miracles and diversities of gifts seen 
heard or known will be, will be in display. Can we say, can we say the gifts of the Spirit will be seared up? Such that maybe you haven't been able to flow in a certain dimension. But because you came to a place appointed of God, a place of freshness. Can we say, oh, maybe your word of knowledge, you, you, can't, you, you don't seem to understand it or flow any better. But because of calm meeting, boom, you get better. Can we say that? Those are the characteristics of camp meeting. That's what happens in camp meeting. So, in camp meeting, we can't, because of what we want to see, is there going to be comedy? <laughs> Our only comedy will be joy. You see, the replacement of comedy. We will be joyful with no. Now, so the demon can't run No. We'll be so joyful without Kevin Hart. We'll be so joyful without a Netflix movie. Who is another funny comedian? Eh? Mr. Bean. Oh, I love Mr. Bean. You'll be so joyful without those people because. The meeting is for a specific place. So when we say no comedy, when we say no entertainment allowed, we know what we are saying. Entertainment with me, will there be choreography? No. There can be tin pie. Hey, yeah. Mm-mm. We came to pray. When the world is over, he leaves him. We came to have an encounter with the word and spirit. So, it's a serious business we came for. Is there going to be a No. We would have, we just, entertainment was yesterday. Pastors have a session, carnality day. <laughs> and Sunday, when we did pee, poo, poo. When we did, when all of you were blowing trouble, I don't know where you even saw that thing. When we were just blowing poo, we will not have poo. The only thing we have, whoo, glory to God. I hear that. That's all we have. We do poo poo when we, <laughs> or maybe we are just doing poo. Please, can you excuse us? <laughs> That's not why we came. Because imagine on the day of Pentecost, do we do poo poo? Just imagine on the day of Pentecost, do we do Peter? All of them now sat down. Oh yeah, Mary Magdalene and the of Jesus come and do choreography for us. So they just did it in the pie, yeah, here, yeah. There will be no tongues. We will never, have, you and I will never have known what tongues is. We will have been cheated for life. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? But they stayed in the place of prayer. Did you see that? Spiritual intelligence simply means, imagine in Act 13, there was drama night. There was Variety night, special dance, choreography, eh, children hour. Those things are not bad. But only goes will not speak. It hinders the flow of the spirit. 
Just imagine on the month of transfiguration, there was drama night. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are those things terrible? No, they are not. So, we will not have those things. We are just coming for business strictly. So, just the word in explanation, with clarity in depth, the spirit in demonstrations, and the church that is all the believers are better off for it. That is why we are having campaigns. So we said, as I begin to close gradually, you must recognize places. Right? Places, right? And we said Christian meetings and gatherings are God's wisdom for our profiting and effectiveness in the world. Without Christian meetings, we can't be better. Look at me, guys. I am a product of meetings. I wrote something on the website. If you, if you see it, you can start registering from tonight. I wrote something on the website. I said, meetings make men. Meetings are not ordinary. And that's the truth. I am a product of meetings. The reason why the Supernatural Community Church today was because I went for the meeting. And in that meeting, they didn't joke with my life. And in that meeting, I recognized that this is a place. Now, I'm even glad it is not here we are doing the meeting. At least, we are taking it to another building upstairs. Now, you can say it's a fellowship hall. We are doing it. I mean, a big space. You can say, you can call it that. But somebody else can say, this is heaven for me. This is a special place for me. This is a place of my appointment. A believer must be supernaturally smart. He must be spiritually smart. Because as we gather we encounter the presence of God. We receive his word. We experience his transforming power. For us to maximize these meetings, we must learn to position ourselves to receive from God. Remember we call this meeting receiving in Christian meeting, right? Or maybe we are receiving in camp meeting. <laughs> How about that? Receiving in camp meeting. No. Receiving camp meeting 2023. So maybe next year we'll say receiving camp meeting 2024. Amen. Or receiving in Christian meetings. Look at Genesis 28. Let me show you something. Genesis 22. I want to show you something. Are you learning something? Okay. And you see, we must be joyful, right? When you are joyful, you can't be quiet. So that means in camp meeting, we can't, there is no, the only quiet time will be when the teaching of the word is going on. Can we say that? Yes, sir. When the pastor is teaching, when the choir sing and say, can you rejoice in the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Don't do smell, smell. You know, I need to prepare you. No, I'm preparing you. Smell, smell, simply means don't be sluggish. 
Let's practice it again. When choir says, maybe the choir, or we just say, brethren, how about we just laugh? <laughs> some, of, some of you are smiling. <laughs> exactly. So, can we laugh in those meetings? I like that. You know why? Is that a show of joy? Can somebody see you laughing now and say you are joyful? Yes, sir. Can we call that a galio? Because we said joy is a verb, right? Yes, sir. It means you are doing something, right? So can we say, as I'm laughing, I am rejoicing? Yes, sir. Don't do smash me. It can't meet you. <laughs> if you are watching me in all our churches, <laughs> don't dismiss me. No quiet time. So we can be singing. We can say, singing, laughing. <laughs> Rejoice. Good. Wow. Hallelujah. Good. That's complicated. <laughs> Sit down. Let me finish this. Don't worry. We have time. We're going to do this. Don't worry. We're just, we're just introducing to this. Now, this can make you drunk. You can laugh to a point where you are drunk. So say, how does it happen? Don't worry, I'm coming. I am going to teach it. So that you will not say, it's heresy. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Amen. <laughs> let's let's continue. Genesis 28. Hmm. Don't worry. Keep cool. Keep cool. We are preparing for camp meeting. Genesis 28. Look at something that happened there just because of my time. Abraham traveled three days to Mount Moriah. The Lord told Abraham to take his son Isaac and go to Mount Moriah. And that was what? A three days journey. Who? Wow. Three days journey in Genesis 28. Does that mean that there was no mountain in Abraham's place that Abraham could use. There was. But why Mount Moriah? Remember Matthew 28. He appointed what? A place. So some people will say, I don't want to travel down. I will come next year. Ha! Huh. And you know you have to be in this meeting. So we say, I can't take off work. But you know, if they tell you, if 
If God forbid you land in the hospital tomorrow, you know that's automatic off. Hope you know. Imagine you are admitted in the hospital tomorrow. You are not going to work now. That's automatic off. No, but you have decided as a I'm going to forfeit at least two, three days. These kind of meetings don't happen all the time. It only happens once in a year. And thank God, supernatural commission, we don't hold programs in our church. What God has not told us to do, we don't do. Camp meeting, the Lord told us years ago to hold it. That's it. That's why we're there. There's only two special meetings in our church. Camp meeting and mission is possible. So my link campaign was an average. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we say, ha, I can't come. I can't travel down. Oh, I can't take, my boss will not give me off. But if you know you are sick, you will have automatic off and life will continue without you. Abraham traveled three days to Mount Mariah. So we say, I don't have the transportation to come. I don't have the resources. Don't worry. Reach out. Thank God. Just test, email us, supernaturalcommunity at gmail.com. We will see what we can do. So we say, oh, I just don't want to come. Ah. Why? No reason. You see that the devil is actually doing you. Because you know. God wants you to be serious with your spiritual growth. And you see the place. Some people are desiring so much to flow with the gifts of the Spirit, to heal the sick, to demonstrate miracles, to call word of knowledge, to give word of wisdom. And yet, they, they see a meet. We even tie to a supernatural camp meeting. They say they are not coming. You know that? that you can't explain it for the devil. You can't explain it different than say this is just the devil. And do you know, look at something. He appointed a place for them. God appoints places for people. Look at, some, look at what now happened. In Solomon's case, in 2 Chronicles 3 verse 1, where did God now tell Solomon to build the temple? Mount Moriah. That same Moriah. And that was years apart. Almost hundreds of years apart. That same Moriah. A place. Where did Solomon build the temple? That same Moriah. A place. Mount Moriah. You see another place again. Genesis 20. You see Genesis 28. Again. Oh, that one I was reading for you about Abraham was Genesis 22. Sorry, not Genesis 28. Genesis 22. But look at Genesis 28 again, Jacob's story. Jacob was in a place. Look at it. He says, now, let's look at it too. Look at it. He was in a place. He dreamed. And look at what he now said in verse 16. He says, Genesis 28 verse 16. He says, and Jacob awaked out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew not. And he was afraid and he said, how dreadful is this place? So that means he came to a place and he was wondering what is in this place? And he says, this is not under, but the house of God and the gates of heaven. Look at what he did. 
in verse 18. He says he rose up early in the morning, took stones and pillow, and set it up on the pillar, and poured oil on top of it. Now, what does it mean to pour oil on top of me? It means it references in their culture when they use the oil. Oil simply means I'm referencing it. It's just like in an African culture, when you want to go and marry some people, they will pour like a shinap down. Just is a show of reference, it's a show of honor, a show of it's just like they still do it even in our world today. Are you getting what I'm saying? In their own world, the use of oil is a, is a use of reference. That is, wow, I revered this place. He says he poured oil on it and he named, look at what he did though. He named the place what? Bethel. He says, but the name of the city was called Laws at first. Look at it though. That means, it's like saying, he came to Erienta, right? He was in Erienta. And because he saw something spectacular, something supernatural in that place, he references and he changed the name and said, this is not Erienta, but this is Bethel. Now watch what happened. God now identified himself with that ground. God now recognized. No, is it God that anointed the place? Is it God that named the place Bethel? No, he's not the one who. It is Jacob that did it. But look at Genesis 31. Look at something that happened in Genesis 31. Look at Genesis 31 verse 13. Look at what God did. I, I want you to open this place so you see it. Genesis 31 verse 13. What did he say? Genesis 31 verse 13. I am the God of what? Of Bethel. Ah! God now... You don't understand. It's like saying... We have called it camp meeting. God now says, God now appears to you and says, I am the God of supernatural camp meeting. Oh, we do God. See, God now identifies and says, I am the God of better. Where thou has anointed the pillars and where thou vows the vow to me. He says, now arise, get the house of the land and return to the gate. He received and night. God did not come to him and say, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God now came to him and reminded him of that place he anointed. The place he referenced. That means we can hold a meeting in our esteem and we will see greater demonstrations. That means if I call this Tuesday service and say, this Tuesday service is, is my own better my own gate of evil. God will recognize it and say, this is mine. So I can have encounters with God and say, this is the God of Bethel. It was Jacob who named it that and God identified it. Some will say, I can't say the God of camp meeting. Ah, there is the God of camp meeting because God told us. You know, the difference between this one is that God told us to hold this meeting. Years ago. And you want to tell me you will not do something in the lives of anybody in this meeting? Ah, no. He wants to, he wants to show himself. I can tell you as your pastor, in this camp meeting, God wants to show himself. He wants you to see him like this. Eyeball to eyeball. In this meeting. We are going to have encounters such that in the course of our meeting, service we finish, you won't be able to get up. We would have closed, we would have collected off, we would have done everything. You will still be on the floor praying. 
Don't say, ah! She be the values are finished, they are trying to close the door. No. We have the venue, don't worry, for the entire five days. You can pray till the next morning. So, God, when we say the God of supernatural camp meeting, we are saying he has marked out the event because he has identified himself as a God who recognizes places. You know, we still say today the God of the burning bush, right? You know why? Because God identified with Moses there. There is God of supernatural capability. The God of encounters. The God that wants to reign his visions, his revelations, his spirit, his outpouring. The most diverse kinds, as far as you want it. Such that you can mark out each session. There are 11 sessions in the camp meeting. You can say from Wednesday night. This is how I want the session to. This is my meeting of, my, my day of strength. You can say Thursday morning, my day of fever. Thursday afternoon, my meeting of power. Thursday evening, my meeting of glory. Friday, so that you can mark that event. Me, I can still mark my own. April 4, 2021. I will never forget. At about 7, 8, 7 a.m. in the morning, 7.30-ish, I heard a voice. There are pastors who came from this camp meeting, from out of the country, to this meeting. Specifically, one of you, you are about to start a work, come out. Hans, prophecies were said about my ministry. What was it? said, as you start your work, in the next five to ten years, this work will blossom in glory. I remember and I said, the God of April 4, 2021, you called me, you won't fail me. <laughs> Encounters. I will never forget. December 25, 2019. At about 12am in the morning. Yes, 12am in the morning. Early hours of December 25, 2019. I had a vision. As was laid on me. And I had a vision. What's the vision? Pack your bag. And move to New York. In that vision, I came out of the vision. And I asked my friend. Did you hear what I heard? My friend said, yes, go to New York. My friend has never been to the United States before. He has never been to America before. And my friend heard that thing. I'm sure that my friend did not know what New York is. My friend said, I heard go to New York. Spectacular event. Because God, when I pray today, when I'm trusting God today, I say, God, 25 December 2019, you marked out this day for me. And that was the same. Interestingly, the event coincided. I will never forget December 25, 2015 too. God Jesus conference. I won't forget. I wasn't supposed to go, but I had to go because I was to usher in the meeting. And the word of knowledge came. There are people who are in this meeting. You are about to do so, 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 and so. I won't tell you those things. I'll tell you in years to come. You are about to do so, 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 and so. Come out. And what was it? The hands was laid on me. And the prophecy came. And I knew when I come into the United States, I will preach the gospel and start a ministry. It's, it, how it happened, December 25, 2015, December 25, 2019, I, I tell God, does that mean every December 25 you want to meet my needs? <laughs> because I can't forget it. I can't forget it. I tell you, this camp meeting, it wants to give you a remarkable event 
such that November 15 to 19, 2023, you will pick a date within it and say, Lord, you appeared and you showed yourself to me and you told me this and I'm working with it. You will remember it in 50 years to come. 2023 supernatural account meeting is for decades to come. You might not understand the effect. It might take you years, but you will know you came to a place. Where did you come to? Rochester, New York, Oriental Road. Supernatural community show, supernatural account meeting. Between November 15 to November 19, you will see God. I'm telling you. So God is a God of places. It looks like what I'm teaching today, it doesn't make sense. Don't worry. I'm just doing foundation for you. God is a God of places. Places marked out for supernatural things. Exodus 3 was marked out. It became a holy ground. The Lord appeared to Moses in that burning bush. What did he say? He says, the land you stand on is an holy ground. So can we call supernatural? Because God is in supernatural, is in camp meeting. Can we call it an holy ground? So we can say supernatural camp meeting. Holy ground. Every session is a holy ground. Now, holy, holy, you know, Moses has been shepherding his flock in that place. All true in that bush. So it's it's a place you can don't you know the you know the problem about human beings. We don't know how to reference something because you have been coming here. You know the shares. In fact, you have a special share in the church where you sit down. You 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 know everything. You you are the part of the people that set up the instrument. You are part of you you are part of the organizing committee. So you just there's just a way you can mark it and just feel like it's normal. Ah, you are joking with your life. Moses was moving that place every day for years. And when he had just one encounter with God, that ground became an holy ground. That the point is, say, take off your shoes. This place is now an holy ground. So we can be flying all through that fellowship hall that we want to use. The hall may be, we, we have even eaten there. They did party there yesterday. They did so many things. You, in fact, they might still do more parties there before the camp meeting. They might. They, and people, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it to you people in Rochester because those who are coming from Africa don't even know where we are using. And you that you are coming, you that you have seen the majesty, you are the one that set it up, you are the one that decorated it, you know everything. You don't see the place as an holy ground. You don't see the meeting as an holy ground. Ha, ah, Jesus. You, you will consider yourself to be blamed. If you don't have intelligence to recognize where God has marked for you, you'll be missing out. I tell you, not just for you, but for men around the world, these supernatural camp meetings, or these meetings as we start holding these meetings from this year into decades and decades and decades to come, are meetings of encounters. I tell you, this meeting you will see God. I tell you. In its truest form. You will see it via the written word. You will see it via encounters and visions in the spirit. You will see it via prophecies. You will see it via the gifts of the demonstrations of the spirit. You will see it. So just by being intelligent in meetings, you can receive. What robs us, what robs us on off? What robs, what robs us? <laughs> what robs off? On us has supernatural experiences. 
and there are words being said in the place. So God is a God of places. So can people travel down? Even me, before this meeting, I have a meeting I'm traveling down to. That I bought my ticket, almost $2,000, to go to. Why? Because God is a God of places. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because it doesn't change how it works. You can't catch the experiences of this meeting online. Don't say, I will stream it live. Will there be a link? You know, in our 21st century, the first thing that people will ask for is, is there a link to worship? Why not? And you are within the U.S. Some people are outside the country praying to God that they should have a visa to travel down for this meeting. You are within the U.S. asking for a link. Who has bewitched you? You have good roads to travel down in the United States. You have flights to catch. You have buses, trains to take to get yourself here. Okay, you can say no money. Info at Supernatural Community Church. Test us. Get yourself here. Because, tell me, how, if you listen to Summer Ellen campaign today, the audios, how? The people want to catch the experiences of that meeting. They are listening on SoundCloud. Tell me. You know, I listened to Glory Night. And it was not the same. The atmosphere. How many of you know there's something called atmosphere? The atmosphere was not the same. How do you want to catch? Mission is possible. <laughs> the experiences, the prayer. By, by listening to pray like Jesus. <laughs> How? Teach me. How do you want to listen? You can laugh and do all everything in a man God uses. But you can't catch the experience and the substance. You have to be there. Words said to you directly in the meeting shapes your life. Spiritual things are intelligent. I will start to close gradually. Act to experience didn't happen because it was just it was just an apostle. It happened because the Lord told them, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endured with power. That means go to a place. Could no, no, look at me, guys. Could the experience not have happened in their bedroom? I mean, it's God. But that same God told them, go to Jerusalem and tarry. And they gathered themselves praying in a place. That was why, when you read that to one, the first thing they said is, we were all together in one accord in a place. That was the first thing that you must know. But when we first go to, suddenly came with us and the fire came out. Mm, that thing, they were together in one place. That was key. So you mean Pentecost will not have happened in their bedroom? No, no. They needed to gather. It says, forsake not the gathering of the believers. There is something that rubs off. If somebody has gone to the toilet two seconds before the Holy Ghost came, you know, he will, he will join those people and say they were drunk because he did not know. 
Some people will come to church. The next thing they will do is they will just be standing up, going to use the restroom. Can't you keep your pee? How many hours? Standing up, using restroom, standing up, using restroom. But if you are in an interview and there is no restroom, won't you sit down, put? Some people are not intelligent. They miss out on spiritual things. Tarry in a place. God is a God of places. So some people are not shallot about meetings. They just say, see, we watch it online, John. We watch it online. How do you want to catch it while watching it online? I remember years ago, there was a particular meeting I used to watch online. As the pastor got on the stage like this, the opening prayer was good. Praise and the worship session was perfect. As the pastor got on the stage and said, Glory! The, the audio stopped. Hey? For 30 minutes, the pastor was doing demonstrations. Glory! People falling down, different things. We did not hear. We kept begging. Technical team, please. Technical team. Technical team, please. Technical team. The audio is all. They say we are working on it. And I'm sure they are receiving. We are, they just type, we please say, we are working on it. We are working on it. Hey! That was the day I knew. <laughs> I better start going to this meeting myself. The next thing, by the time the audio will come up, the preacher was already teaching. Ah! That was how I missed out. I remember another one. As the pastor said, well, you pastors, 28, I won't forget this one. You pastors, take it now in the name of Jesus. I was at work watching it. And I felt the surge of the power of God flow through me that I almost fell down at work. I had to hold the table. In fact, my, my co-workers were asking me, hope everything is okay. I said, yes. Now, fine. And I asked myself, what if I was in the meeting to receive it directly? How much more would have happened to me? I told myself, I'm done. There is no meeting of this ministry that will happen again. That I won't be there. And God has been faithful ever since. Hallelujah. God has marked out things for specific places that you can't catch anywhere. The day of Pentecost experience never happened again. It was only unique to those days. We can't have it again. Just like glory meeting last year. How do you want to explain that everybody in the meeting saw angels? You only hear the audio. Even the audio, media thing, God will have caught it for you. And the Lord give you hallelujah, hallelujah. Queen. I feel like those videos are wicked. They just cut it. Me, say, I was really enjoying the thing. They just cut it. Boom. <laughs> How do you want to explain? I, I, I look at the pictures of glory meeting in my head. You know, we don't have a picture. But the picture and the memories in my mind. Last year, especially the second night in Arites, in that meeting, in that room downstairs. I can't forget it. That was a place. As those of you that were there, you know what I'm talking about. That was a place. 
everybody saw, including a child, saw angels. That was a place. And some people who were supposed to be there, they did not come. How you know what you know what happens to people like that? They will keep looking for that kind of experience for years because they missed out on a meeting. God is not mocked to. You can't cheat God. Recognize and identify it. Spiritual intelligence means you will recognize it. So as you prepare, click for me, I close. You see, <laughs> you can start using your words and say, <laughs> Oh God of supernatural community, oh God of supernatural community. Because he has marked out where? The event. You know, we were not supposed to hold the meeting 15 to 19. It was supposed to be another date. But do you know, that 15 to 19 was a date that was prophesied three years ago. So you can't tell me <laughs> how the date condition to that date you can't tell me God has not looked at the future three years before now <laughs> this is a meeting he has marked out for encounters I tell you as your pastor <laughs> this meeting he wants to show you himself like he wants to tell you what, what my work and my responsibility before this meeting is to prepare you to see him in this camp meeting. He wants to come to you and say, you have been designed to see me. Now look at me. In this camp meeting. Torrents of glory. And that encounter might not make you stand up for almost six hours. So be open this meeting and um, there's a way I'm going to prepare the ushers too and the choirs in this meeting because some people they might not be able to they might not be able to hear the teaching session because from the meeting they may just be lost leave them God is dealing with them it will look like they are dead they are not dead they are just in a trance they are lost will teach all of those things so that you will be have you will have the accurate flow of what is happening to you. So when those things happen, you'll not be thinking, yeah, 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 you'll not be scared. What God wants to do in this meeting is just to come to you and say, see me. What do you want? Questions. I want to answer your questions. I want to work with you. I want to hold your hands. I want to teach you how to heal the sick. You know, God teaches people how to heal the sick such that he will tell you anytime you stand to eat the sick I will put my hand beside you and when you feel that tingling it means my power is on you to now do it <laughs> such that you will tell God will tell you okay you want to see things about people accurately right okay this is a sign you will know that okay this is how you will see such that you are you will just say there will just be a twitching in your eyes and once that twitching in your eyes happen it means now you can now flow and after the meeting, you will not tell you, oh yeah, give a Holy Ghost meeting. After that, I can't tell you, tell you, oh yeah, now you can sit this little You will not have that same experience. You will not tell you, I am working with you to do it. So that God can come to you and say, you know, in that your outreach, 
Anytime you feel this sensation, it means I'm calling you. I have somewhere for you to be. And I want to work with you to get this man. So that I will tell you when you want to lay hands on somebody, use your right hands. I remember in camp in, in Summer Link campaign, there was one session I had to go an audible voice. Just use your right hands alone. Just I, I heard it very clear. As I was just as I was just ministering in, 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 in Summer Link campaign, it was a strong audible voice. Don't use your left hand. So that, that session I used I, I intentionally held the microphone just so that I don't use my two hands. And I was laying hands. And as I laid hands, I noticed there was a unique flow of the way I laid hands in that session. And that was because I knew God was working with me. No, that's a campus. A campus that will mark out your bed and say, ah, it was because I came for camp meeting that year. That was why, that is even why I can do what I'm doing today. I shared you my own, December 25, 2019. The Lord told me, come to New York. Pack your bags. Come to New York. That is why I'm here. That's an encounter. The same March, April 4, 2021. Words were spoken over my life. That is why I came here today. December 25, 2019. Eh, 2015. Same thing. I can share those encounters. I have so many like that. And you will just tell you. I can tell you this coming day, November 15 to 19. You pick those days. You say, on the 15th of November, 2023. The Lord came to me and told me, anytime I want to speak, he will put words in my mouth and he will tell me what to do. So that he told me he will walk with me and he would show me great and mighty things. I won't forget a vision I saw when I was much younger. You know, I keep telling you, I saw Jesus, I saw Jesus. I'll share you one of, one of the encounters. One day, some years back, I was praying, fasting, I don't know. And I just fell into a trance. Lord Jesus walked up to me in the face of a preacher and he gave me a Bible and he told me he said this thing is what I want you to do and preach my word and he told me don't forget what I told you and it was a stern warning the Lord Jesus looked me in the eye he said don't forget what I told you I said yes I won't forget I was, I was shivering and he gave me the Bible that's when I knew in fact before that time I haven't known sound doctrine I, I didn't know what I was teaching now it took me years to understand that experience. Why I can explain, why I can share it with you was, I used to think that thing means go and preach my word. But actually it was an invitation to teach a sound doctrine. Because I saw that somebody else had that similar experience and he shared the meaning. And I said, oh, okay, so that means what I saw years ago was meaning God was introducing me to pay close attention to the scriptures. After that encounter, that was when I met my pastor. And the rest has been history. I canvas. A canvas of his spirit. He came again the second time, a couple of months after, showed himself again. I'll tell you in years to come what he told me again. Hallelujah. A canvas. Hallelujah. A canvas. This camp meeting, you are going to see God. I tell you. Because God has marked out this place, this meeting for me. I don't know about for you, but for me, God has marked out this meeting for me. So the mount, the moment Jacob became aware, you know what he did? He anointed it, right? You know, the names of God are the names of a God. You know why they called Jehovah Jireh? You know, it was an encounter that Abraham had that God really provides. And he called it a place. You don't understand. 
all the names we call God, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, they are names of people who encountered God. And they now called it something. So that means I can have an experience and call it something in this meeting. And God will walk with me, such like he did with Jacob, and said, I am that God of Bethel. So God can come back to you after coming and say, I am the God of November 15 to 19, 2023. I showed myself to you and I told you this. So remember my word. You know, I, I, I tell you all the time. I remember my call to ministry. And I tell you, anytime I'm feeling discouraged in ministry today, I hear the words, holy shenam. Holy shenam means you can't do it. That was the words that I believe God gave my friend to give me. And I took you to the exact spot. That was an encounter for me. So we call him Jehovah Jiri, Jehovah Eshadai, Jehovah this, Jehovah that. You know, you can have your own and say Jehovah this. Because you have had a word and experience. So there are certain experiences we must have. We can name things we can rename it you know that place was called laws you know till today people still say they are traveling to Bethel because one man had an encounter with God <laughs> wow 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 you know birthdays are just natural they are just like every other calendar but the reason why Take your bed and say, Ah, it's my bed. You take it seriously. You got something happened to you. You were born that day. I about something happening to you between November 15 to 19. <laughs> so it's not like any other days. There are five days of glory. Five days of supernatural encounter. In level sessions of glory. In level sessions of supernatural encounters. Jacob can never forget Penny. I'm going to share this with us next week. He can never forget Peniel. Why? He wrestled with God and he had great power with God. The whole of his time marked the event. <laughs> Part 2, the of Pentecost. You know it was a Moses doctrine, but Moses did not experience it. Moses we just say, ah, it's been a period 50, 49 days after the eleven break. It comes the Pentecost. But those ones who are the real Pentecost, today we still call it the day of Pentecost we forgot that it's actually something called 59 days after on the unleavened bread why do we call it Pentecost because something happened that day <laughs> because something happened that day that's why we call it the day of Pentecost <laughs> January 13 2022 I can't forget I stepped my feet in Rochester. The final halt. You can't forget those days. Call camp meeting what you want it to be. Remember what I said when I started? I said, it looks like some, look like I was joking. Some of you can begin to start having their encounters now. <laughs> and you would have been wondering, what would I want to come meeting? Hey, okay. Okay. Remember I showed you, I gave you an analogy. I said, if you want your cup to be full, if rain is falling, it's the type of cup you take outside, right? That determines 
So this is a holy ground, right? A supernatural atmosphere, supernatural gradual. So you open your hearts. You must be open. Stop being stereotyped. A lot of us have seen the supernatural as negative, and I'm going to address that Sunday morning as we progress in this series. It must be open. I bow with just pray in the Holy Ghost. Camp meeting, what it is. We have quite some times, right? To prepare ourselves, hear this message again and again, put it on repeat. Pray the Holy Ghost, Sefrene Pakalu, Sepraga, Dadoska, Lente Prusimanandi. You are not praying. You are not praying like somebody that wants to wrestle with God. You're not praying like somebody that wants encounters. Shakata. Ekarata Barosa. Retekalato Supra. Yes. Encounters of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. Barataka and Maratakasco, Boroto Frageski, Lesupredeka, Shalataka, Rasha, Rataprakasho Prate, Ratakalaso, Mante Caleto Prodose Prete Deke Depatoko, Asha, Pray the Holy Ghost. meeting your life will never remain the same. Come meeting your life, your ministry, everything about you will never remain the same. Oh God of supernatural camp meeting 2023. You will show yourself to us in ways we have never experienced. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you've got to be smart. You've got to be smart. There's more to receive. There's more in the things of God. There's more. But you have to be opened. Hallelujah. You have to be opened. A lot of us are stereotyped. We have to be open. That's why I'm starting this preparation towards early that every blockage of stereotypes will be gone. 
just worship the name of the Lord.